Welcome to another episode of Strictly Business, the podcast in which we speak with some of the brightest minds working in the media business today. I'm Andrew Wallenstein with Variety. One of the more overlooked trends playing out in the streaming space in recent years has been the growth of subscribers over the age of 65. Study after study has called out these so-called silver streamers, and I'm inclined to believe it. Not a week goes by that I don't feel the call from my own parents about what to watch online. Now a new venture called Saltbox TV has been in market since late 2020, with a mix of licensed and original programming targeting senior citizens. I'm joined by the CEO of the venture, Jerry Gehring. More with him on this episode of Strictly Business. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So, buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So, how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now, you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less, like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, Take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. Oracle.com slash strategic. If you struggle to get in shape and lose weight, I'm about to change your life. I'm Carl, the CEO of Body, and I don't like working out and eating healthy either. So here's how I get myself to do it. I make myself own the morning. And by the morning, I mean the first hour or so every day. It's not family time. It's not for scrolling social media. It's for my results and my health. And man, does it work. Every day I get out of bed, drink a health shake I made the night before, and then I go crush a workout in the body app and just follow along day by day. Before most people are even out of bed, I'm done for the day. So here's my offer to you. The next 500 people who go to body.com will get 65% off a full year of access to over 120 programs. 65% because I want you to start now and see how fast the pounds come off and the muscles start popping. And if they don't, hey, you get your money back. Just go to body.com. That's B-O-D-I.com. And let's own the morning together and get healthy and fit. Welcome back to Strictly Business, where I'm talking with the lead executive of Saltbox TV. Here's how I'd describe the venture. It's not your father's streaming service. It's actually more like your grandfather's streaming service. Thanks for joining me, Jerry. Uh, it's great to be here, Andrew, and I love that. I'm writing this down for a new tagline. I got it. Thank All right. I, I, may, I may want a fee for that, but we'll, we'll talk after. <laughs> I love showbiz. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's start with a very simple question. What is a Saltbox? Wow. Right to the meat. Okay. Um, well, okay. I'm going to give you the, I'd like to tell you with some big, exciting thing, the definition of salt boxes, community one, we all partake in the same meal and we share the spices that we all live by. But the reality is I live in new England. Um, I live in a beautiful 1763 salt box house. So, uh, you know, it's always been a part of our lives, our family life, our uh, my my parents have been there in their mid 80s. My wife's parents, 
we always think is as a place to gather. And we thought, what a great thing to call this space, this new mission we're on for the older adults in this, in, in this country to start with something that is meaningful to us. Hence the name. Got it. And, and you are best known as a, as a producer for, for Broadway, for theater. So how did you come to even get involved in a venture like this? Boy, COVID works in strange ways, I've got to say. Um, it, is, it was never on my radar. Uh, the, the, the condensed version is I had a show open in London when COVID hit. My wife is also a performer and writer. And uh, during the last 20 years while we raised a family here in Connecticut, um, she, I'm so proud of her. She opened up her own, um, basically her own business and, and became really known up and down the East coast for performing in senior communities. And when COVID hit her business also was kind of shut down, as you can imagine, with all the isolation, with all the deaths that were happening. Um, it was a very sad and scary time. We were both sitting at home, and um, I would say you know, at least half of my career has been in the nonprofit field. And Patty was sitting across the table one day, and she was like, Jerry, I feel so bad. We have to help people. How can we help people when we're here in the woods and we're safe? What can we do? And she says, why don't we help the seniors out there? I'm getting calls all the time of, of, of they don't even have time to talk to their families. They don't know how to use Facebook. It's really difficult for a lot of people. And the activities directors in these communities can barely get them food. They're so overwhelmed. So I was like, well, you know what? Let's try to get some material to them. And Andrew, the journey began. Uh, we started that way. And that is when the learning curve and when we started working towards this mission. And it um, has been a journey since. And and so, you know, at what point does an act of generosity become a business? When when did you realize, okay, we're on to something here. There's a market out there. Oh boy, I wish I could give you an exact time. I can tell you it was a gradual build of understanding what this market was. When I first started, I, I knew the senior market, but only through my wife. I'd go and help her at some shows or she'd tell me stories through the years. Um, and of course, on Broadway, a lot of our audience is 40 plus. It's an older demographic just by nature. So I knew it from the Broadway point of view. When we started, we started in what I call Patty's favorite places. She had a group of 50 different communities, senior communities up and down the East Coast that she played regularly. She was like, let's start there. It's like, great, I have to figure out the technology. When we started, People started watching right away. And, and, and funny that within like the first month of us trying this in only 50 places, we had something crazy like, like 28,000 views. And we were like, oh, well, that's interesting. So what do we, where do we go from here? And when we decided to take this next step to see who else we could help, we started enlisting distributors who were already sending content to facilities around the country. And our first partnership was with a group called IN2L, and they distribute educational, informational type of content, but didn't necessarily have a lot of entertainment. Um, we made a partnership with them. As soon as we were on their system, we were in 3,500 places immediately. At that time, we saw the feedback come back that this was not only enjoyed, but it became part of their daily routine. And at that moment, it's the, 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 the nonprofit hat went off and the, uh, the, the aha moment of like, wait a minute, right now, 
this is working in a very small microcosm. Let's take the next year and actually see that this is true with a proof of concept. And knowing that there are 90 million Americans right now over the age of 55, we discovered that each one has an average of five hours of watch time per day on TV. Now, as a comparison, millennials only watch three hours a day, which surprised me. So it was kind of game on at that point, Andrew. And I was like, okay, we got to figure out how to get to this market and what to deliver. And then we started for real. And you're delivering a pretty interesting programming mix. It's certainly on brand in terms of the audience, you know, some informational stuff about elder care and dealing with things like Alzheimer's, dementia, and also some lighter stuff, your your wife's uh, performances as well. <laughs> right. right. Give me a sense of, of the programming mix. Yeah, our ultimate goal is to make this a one-stop shop for anybody who is older, um, but more importantly, those that also support and want to help their, their the older people in their lives. So this is where um, this very carefully cultivated content palette arises. Yes, we have great entertainment, old movies, classic TV shows, but there is content there. Let's I'm, I'm, I'm going to make this up. Let's say my father, who's in his mid-80s, fell. And he needs some help because he went to the doctor. He's got PT because he, he hurt his knee. Um, and he gets home and his insurance runs out. And he's not sure now what else to do to exercise to help his knee better. Where do you go? Honestly, my mom and dad don't know necessarily how to go search and find YouTubes and get to there. They need a location to go to that's trusted. And there, so we have cultivated that kind of content to this, this prescriptive programming, they call it. And we also then look at the aging market. Where are the problems in longevity and aging? And so we've teamed with some leaders that are outspoken, that are trying to change the way um, uh, older Americans are treated here in this country versus other countries around the world. So there's a little advocacy going on. So it's really a one-stop shop for those that either need entertainment or services and those that want to provide it or need, need it for their older adults to help them care for them. And on the entertainment side, you know, there's some lighter stuff as well. You were uh, had a deal at some point with Ed Asner, who unfortunately has since passed. But what, what were you going to do with him? And talk more about the entertainment side of this. Well, you know, being being my my live entertainment hat, it's it's my heart is there. Um, I love original programming. I love working with artists. I've known Ed for a while. And when we started this, I started kind of got out my Rolodex and wanted to call some friends in the business. And I have a lot of older friends. And uh, we got Ed on, on the phone and we told him what we were doing. And the reason I, we called Ed was not because he's a friend, but more importantly, he, as you know, was one of the most accomplished actors that, that was around. But here's what we love about Ed is that he always was fighting for the underdog. Um, you know, throughout his career, as you, you know, when he had the Lou Grant show, I mean, you know, a lot of people talking about how the Lou Grant show got taken off. I and mean, he was outspoken politically at the time and he was out trying to help people. And as you may remember, Andrew, he, he still is. His name is still on the lawsuit suing SAG, who he was president of because of their treatment of their pension and health fund for older Americans and older members. Right. So he would understand why there's a mission here. And as soon as we talked with him, he was like, Jerry, I'm in. What can I do? I said, why don't you start by being our spokesperson? Let's get some attention to this. And then let's work on some shows together. 
that that was the beginning of a great uh, ride and until he did unfortunately pass away a few months ago and um we every day we talk about him and and we miss his camaraderie his friendship and honestly the leadership he gave us he was a he's an amazing man and we miss him dearly so now that we've got a better handle on the programming mix, I want to dig into the user experience because you really have sort of tailored this to an audience that, frankly, is probably not tech savvy. For instance, no passwords. Uh, what, what else are you doing to make this something that clicks with your target audience? Oh, such a good question. And and um, so, you know, I'm, I'm Mr. Transparent today with you, Andrew. I, I, so it, this all kind of started with my mom and dad and the few people we had on at the time as, as, as our team members. We basically said, hey, we're doing this new thing. And here's at the beginning, we're like, and here's where you log in and here's put your password. We found out very quickly that we need to take all barriers away. We have enough things in our lives to remember. We need to make this a joyful experience not only with the ease of how people watch content and get online to watch through any device that we can create, but more importantly, that we wanna make sure their experience is at the top of the game. So we, um, we partnered with um, gerontologists, OT gerontologists to really decide like what colors work best for aging eyes. What size of fonts do we really need and how do we do a layout that is user-friendly and, you know, it's not like some streaming services where, I don't know about you, but I go on and there's so much content, I just don't even know where to start. Sure. Well, so it's certainly I could see how these things are going to help. Uh, what I want to understand, though, is, I, you know, as you talk about your parents and, and uh, you know, where they're at in life, in terms of the target audience here, is it everyone over 65 regardless of their health or as i hear you talk about these you know deals with you know retirement communities and all that is it just for the slice of that audience that is unfortunately you know dealing with you know physical and mental uh deficiencies or is it no you know no matter what their health it's for all seniors whether they're living at home or in a retirement community such a good question because as we've been talking, it really sounds like a, like a self-help kind of streaming service when it's actually the opposite. We've discovered, and we look at our data, we look at those numbers, a majority of our, of our viewers right now are enjoying the older movies. They're enjoying uh, nostalgic TV. They're enjoying the, the nature shows. They're enjoying the kind of stuff that you would see in general. They just know now where to go and find the stuff that is cultivated for them. So it is a platform that older adults, now see older adults is a wide range, right? I mean, you know, AARP says it's 50 and over. Well, look, I'm in my late 50s. Yes, I guess I'm older, but I don't feel like I'm an older person. And we've learned, and I'm sure you know this too, even when you're 85 or 90, you still love the same things you did when you were 30. You still consider yourself vibrant. You want to learn. You want to watch the kind of movies you love, You want, even if they're nostalgic or brand new. So we have that mix for people. If, if somebody wants to find new, they will find it on our channel. If they want to find nostalgic, they will. What we've discovered along the way is that the parents of old, I'm, I'm sorry, the children of older people are watching just as much because of this content that is carefully cultivated, easy to find, and it's multi-intergenerational. Intergenerational is one of the keys for us to make this accessible and to help bring families together. 
Now, it's a free ad-supported service, so there's no subscribers, but can you give a sense of you know, how big an audience you're reaching at this point? Yes, we're just wrapping up our, uh, our, our, our proof of concept here, which we've kept everything really tight to senior communities. And we are now in this next, in, in, in 2022, now taking the step of opening up to a larger audience. So, you know, I can quickly give you the numbers of where we've been focusing and learning from, which is we're in about 5,000 senior communities. And um, each community averages about 200 residents. So you can do the math very quickly. So it's about a million people that we have at our disposal been part of our proof of concept and now we're ready to launch it into more communities more importantly um, as you probably know aging in place is a really hot new term and and that is where the trend is going for as people are aging up they are aging up and wanting to stay home they're wanting to stay with family and this is a market that we'll next focus on through ott apps and through other other distributors that are already in the homes of of all america Got it. Now, here's the thing. I understand there's this massive demographic that is underserved. I mean, it's not like you're seeing on traditional TV uh, too many channels that uh, go after this audience in a big way. So I understand the opportunity at one level, but on another level, I don't because, you know, the orthodoxy that I've always uh, come to know for the advertising businesses, they don't care about anyone over 65. They're they're presumed to be an audience that is sort of set in their ways, not open to new brands. So how on earth do you get around that reality? Uh, how do you, yeah. It's such a good question. I mean, it's one of the questions we've wrestled with since day one. And what we're learning, because I will, again, we are still in pre-revenue mode. We, will not, we are an AVOD channel, but that will not start till later this spring. So the last six months, we've been talking with a lot of programmatic advertising companies we're working with and other um, um, agencies to find out, is what you just said, is this myth, this, this legend in our business, is it true? Or is it just something that is spread you know, through, through time? What we've discovered is this these 90 million Americans have about a $2.6 trillion. They are the, the largest and most affluent demographic in this country. And yes, I think you can imagine, yes, we could market walkers to them and we could, we could, we could market all kinds of, quote, old people um, uh, products. But that's not, at the end of the day, what my parents want to see. They want to be advertised with the stuff that they're interested in. And that can be as something as simple as a restaurant to an experience online. And so what we're discovering, and we hope this pans out, is that the, the advertising agencies we're talking with now are rather excited to start exploring this market because nobody truly is focused on them because they feel like they're the Geritol generation. And the truth is, okay, yeah, I think all of us take a little Geritol now and then, but that's not how they spend their money. That's not how Americans live. Be it you live in a community or as a majority do, we live at home. We live like we did when we were we were 40 years old. So, Andrew, I, I will let you know when we start, when we kick in our AVOD modules, which will kick in sometime in May or June, if what we are hearing is actually uh, proof in concept when we put it in into the market. That's the thing. I mean, if you are able to counter that conventional wisdom and bring advertisers in that may have not necessarily embraced this audience before, it does seem like a pretty massive opportunity, but you are kind of taking a leap of faith that Madison Avenue is going to come around. 
Absolutely. I think anytime anybody starts anything new, I mean, this is the entrepreneurial world we live in. And even if you're in a larger corporation and it's entrepreneurial within those corporations, everything is a risk. We're trying to read the tea leaves. And, you know, we've made a lot of mistakes up to this point and we corrected ourselves as we've learned. But what I do know is that these advertisers we're talking with are willing to jump with us. They are, they understand that that opportunity is there. And um, if they can't reach them, any other way, then this is worth trying. And, you know, and this goes to the point of people that are mobile and those that are at home and caregivers, family members, bring them what they want, or in this day and age, what they order online and is delivered. That is a huge opportunity for this demographic, which right now is are trying to figure out how they find these products that they used to used to love and can't get them or can't get out to get them or number two products that are new that are being invented for this aging population that they know nothing about yeah i mean what i wonder is do you think hollywood understands this audience this demographic what it means to reach them are you going to be able to tap that world for programming i see you just signed with a a, a, a an agency that i assume is going to help you make some inroads there but do they get it i i know the people we've talked with in theory um they do get it they understand it's there it's just never been their focus I think it's one of those unproven demographics that um, we're going to be the first one to step into the sandbox. I, I can say that as we start to grow, we will be creating our own programming too. I mean, that's what I love from Broadway. I, I, I don't do revivals. I do original shows and work with artists. I want to bring what I love to do, which is that, to, to this streaming platform. I want to create new shows. What we are in the midst of doing are finding partners within the business, other streaming services, other production companies that have projects or have artists that are, want to step in and create. And I think through this process, this is my hope, my dream, is that through this process, that there'll be a self-discovery within the industry that you can do more than, than, um, than the Kaminsky method. Because as you know, a couple of, of times that Netflix has really tried to jump in and, and aim for this, who ended up watching it? People my age. And it was, it's a very interesting exercise in what does the industry think that demographic needs. Luckily, um, sometimes ignorance is bliss. I'm new to this streaming service, so I'm like, I don't know, let's go find out. And I'm willing to, to do that. We're talking with Jerry Garing, the CEO and founder of Saltbox TV, and we'll be back in just a minute. If you struggle to get in shape and lose weight, I'm about to change your life. I'm Carl, the CEO of Body, and I don't like working out and eating healthy either. So here's how I get myself to do it. I make myself own the morning. And by the morning, I mean the first hour or so every day. It's not family time. It's not for scrolling social media. It's for my results and my health. And man, does it work. Every day, I get out of bed, drink a health shake I made the night before, and then I go crush a workout in the Body app and just follow along day by day. Before most people are even out of bed, I'm done for the day. So here's my offer to you. The next 500 people who go to body.com will get 65% off a full year of access to over 120 programs. 65% because I want you to start now and see how fast the pounds come off and the muscles start popping. And if they don't, hey, you get your money back. Just go to body.com. That's B-O-D-I.com. And let's own the morning together and get healthy and fit. 
Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. And we're back with Jerry Gehring, CEO of Saltbox TV, talking about programming for older audiences. Uh, Jerry, as you mentioned, Netflix has done some programming to this audience, uh, the Kaminsky Method, I think about Grace and Frankie. Mm-hmm. And the question that begs is, as you know, there's a wealth of streaming options already out there, not necessarily too focused on this market, but does that become a competitive obstacle where there's just the sheer volume of options out there? It's hard for a new service, a niche service to break through. You're absolutely right. I mean, if I was going to start another mainstream streaming service just with general movies or originals, whatever, I would feel like I'd get swallowed up quickly by, 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 by the big guys. In this case, we, this product, this channel is really coming from the demographic itself. We are not trying to be Netflix. We are trying to not only, we do we have a mission? So yeah, it kind of feels a little nonprofit that way. But at the end of the day, this is highly commercial. And we are taking our time. And this proof of concept year that we did before we started you know, spreading the word and, and, and taking this next step was done for a very specific reason. It's because we want to know exactly what the demographic wants. We want to talk with them. We want to be in these communities. And we spent a lot of time on the road, a lot of time on the phone talking with people to understand what works and what doesn't. We take that, we mix it with our data. This was a, a really a year of, of due diligence, a year of research that we can then use that to, to catapult us into a, that specific niche. Now, that's a niche of millions of people. The challenge for us is not necessarily getting the, getting the information together and learning from them. Our challenge is getting the information to them, which is why we're partnering with those that are already in their, in their homes, in these communities, because they already have the communication distribution channel. We're just providing targeted content for those viewers that already have services. You mentioned the Kaminsky method, and I wondered... Is your ambition that big that we could one day in, in success see scripted, you know, comedy or drama from Saltbox TV? Uh, are you there yet by any means? Um, I'm hesitating because there are things I'm not supposed to say. So how, I'm going to dance a little bit right now. Um, I can say this, that I've been very, very lucky to work with some great artists in New York on Broadway and off-Broadway that also write for Hollywood. These are major award-winning people that I've known for years. We have been talking for months now, both unscripted and scripted, to create programming and to 
put it on our own service, but maybe not necessarily exclusive, but it could happen. But we are now working with others in the production field and potentially other streamers now. So um, we can create our own product if we can bring our knowledge to the table for these artists. So I guess that's a long way of May saying um, yes, because we're already in pre-production. Wow. And I, I read about Silver Stars, uh, an original programming effort. It's not scripted, but certainly seemed ambitious. Talk about what that's going to be. Yeah, that's really going gangbusters right now. We're, we're in the early stage of that. This was the last show that, that um, Ed Asner was involved with. Um, we, we had just had a, a talk with him about next steps after we had actually announced this was when he passed. Um, I'll tell you kind of what, what, where the police is going. Um, this is a bit of a Sunday morning magazine approach to those talented artists out there, be it performance or visual, that have made significant contributions to their communities. I'll give you an example. One of our winners is from um, a, a certain town here in the country of a lot of YouTube submissions and TikTok submissions and all these submissions through emails from people around the country. And we have chosen um, people, older adults, who have some kind of talent that at some point in their life, they could have decided, listen, I'm going to go pro with this. I could take this path in life right now with my talent. I want to do this with it. But other things happened in their life. They made a choice to stay in their hometown. They made a choice to make family first. All these different things that all of us go through in our lives. And they then ended up taking that talent and using it for the good in the community. That's the stuff that interests me. Those are great stories. So it's a Sunday morning magazine about these great people within communities, but then they have this talent. So the entire thing after we get to know them and their communities is it ends up with us seeing their talent done in front of their community and in a celebration of what they they brought to the world through through their talent so they truly are silver stars within their community and that is the core of what ed and i wanted to do and i'm gonna gonna make that happen and this is all in memory of ed right now have you thought about news programming because you know certainly the demographics show that news programming tends to skew pretty older it sure does. I mean, you know, I'm my mom and dad, I, I walk in, there's a news program on 24 seven, it feels like until the wheel of fortune comes on, then my mom's into that. <laughs> so, um, uh, uh, but yes, and you know, that's something that's probably above our pay grade, you know, but we would, we are very interested in teaming with a new service to have some service, you know, streamed on our site as a streaming partner. I think that's a very good point, Andrew. We've talked about that. We have not pursued that, but it certainly is on our wish list on the whiteboard in, in the conference room. One last question. You know, if we were to have this conversation again at this time next year, where do you hope Saltbox TV to be in its uh, life cycle, so to speak? I hope on the business side that what we talked about 10 minutes ago with advertisers discovering this demographic, I hope that that happens. That allows us to grow and to get into more homes. And it allows us to make more programming that is important to this demographic, not only for entertainment, but for health, for healing, for wellness, for lifelong learning. That combination of helping people and entertaining them is not just a pitch or a, or a log line. This is something we believe in, that we see the results now in these communities that we go into 
and we have people come up, they cry. I'm gonna give you one, one quick story, it has nothing to do with this, but you'll see the impact intergenerationally that we would hope to make a year from now nationally. I was talking with an older lady, she must have been early 90s, and she came in and told me she loved the knitting show. No, I'm sorry, the quilting show we have on. And I was like, oh, you quilt? She goes, I do not quilt at all. But my granddaughter was watching it with me because I used to quilt and my fingers don't work anymore. And we were watching the quilting show. She came back a month later and she brought her great-grandmother a little square that she had been working on because she went home and continued to watch the quilting show on Saltbox TV. She brought it back. And that has renewed and put a new spark in their relationship, something they, they connect with together. And, you know, those little stories can be multiplied if we can continue to do this good work and to reach out and to find the partners, to find the content that we are, we are finding easier and easier every day. Well, Jerry, I wish you luck uh, with this mission. It sounds like a really interesting venture, and we'll just have to check back in next year and see where you're at. I look forward to that, and I hope I have some really great news because the news is good now. It can only get better. Terrific. Thanks again for your time. Thank you, Andrew. This has been another episode of Strictly Business. Tune in next week for another helping of scintillating conversation with media movers and shakers. And please make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear future episodes. Also, leave a review in Apple Podcasts and let us know how we're doing. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.